Hello, hello, hello. I'm Chan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters. What is speaking to you right now? Can you hear it? A small voice within you. The world is struggling. The Middle East is aflame. Innocence. are facing and have faced unbelievable um, opposition. October 7th was a day that Israel will not get over in a long, long time. The world will be reminded and what has been set in motion. The struggle, the hostages, the innocent lives lost. When evil is not faced, well, we've seen what can happen in the Holocaust. And with moral clarity, the attack on innocent kibbutzim on October 7th. Is something that has shaken not only Israel and not only Jews the world over. We're facing an anti-Semitism that has been latent, perhaps since the Shoah, since the Holocaust. And along the way, Hamas has brought this unending barrage on innocent lives amongst whom they hide. And in this moment, perhaps you are struggling with how to respond. Some are picking up the challenge, going to Israel. Some are working in their churches and synagogues and mosques. Some are in dialogue. Others are attacking one another. And in this moment, I'm reminded of all things of Mowgli in the Jungle Book by Rudyard Kipling. He says, The jungle speaks to me, to me because I know how to listen. And so I'm asking, Do we know how to listen? What are we hearing right now? And what voices are being uncovered or being given volume within our own hearts and our own minds? Because I tell you, this day will pass. It will not be forgotten. But we want to know, what do we do next? We pray for innocent lives, yes. But we pray to reclaim our purpose, each and every one of us, to engage in a world rather than pull away from it. But do we know how to listen? Amongst the fighting and amongst the struggle on campuses and in the streets the world over, 
What must we listen for? Where is the hope hiding right now? And it is in that hope that I believe I'm not naive about it. But I lived through the Yom Kippur War in Jerusalem, in a bomb shelter, and in the, in the streets, and in guarding a mental hospital while I was there because others were on the front lines. and You all volunteered to do what you could. I was there with little children. And what is happening right now is far, far worse. But at the time, we feared. Feared for our children's lives. There is a fear in the world right now. And we must listen and uncover and engage in the hope that is latent in the fear. And I believe it's there. How to uncover it? Barbara Winter once said, when you get to the end of all the light, you know. And it's time to step into the darkness of the unknown. Faith is knowing that one of two things shall happen. Either you'll be given something solid to stand on, or you will be taught how to fly. Now that's faith. Either you'll be given something solid to stand on when the light is gone, or you will learn how to fly, and that is what we are desperate for, something solid to stand on, or the belief that somehow in all of the madness, we are going to learn how to fly. What does that entail? That entails the creation of wings that are built from hope, that are built from learning from the past, engaging in real solutions, pragmatic, positive, filled with humanity. But trust me, this is a time right now where you are standing up for what you believe in. People's lives are at stake. But we must find the humanity in this moment and we must, in the darkness, be willing to either stand on something solid within us or believe that we will fly. And Sarah Ben Brethnach said, Wherever we are wait whatever we are waiting for, peace of mind, contentment, grace, grace, 
the inner awareness of simple abundance, it will surely come to us, but only when we are ready to receive with an open and grateful heart. I don't know that we see our way to contentment right now or or what that looks like with suffering all around us, but I believe it is possible to be aware of the glimmers of light when people join together, when you can express your opinion and not be attacked, when you can stand by what is right and know that you must and you have a right to be here. I'm looking for moments of grace. I find it in my mother's poetry when she wrote of an Israeli mother and an Arab mother who both saw their sons killed and saw the blood was the same color, of course. And she expressed often to us her emotions and her understanding of centuries of struggle in the common humanity of mothers and how mothers look at this situation. I remember being raised during the Troubles in Ireland and my mother would say, look at the Irish Catholic mother and the Irish Protestant mother. Look at those who are part of the Belfast community and those communities up there that were divided between Catholic and Protestant and what they shared in common. What happens in the Middle East goes back even farther. And we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And we pray for grace. I am searching for wings at this moment. And do I have the faith to believe that if I jump into the future, in the darkness I will fly? Oh, I'd like to believe that. But I think just acknowledging the struggle that each and every one of us engaged working at this time in seeking safety in seeking a right to live in secure borders and knowing that no one has the right to cross the border into your community and attack your children as they sleep as happened to the innocents on October 7th keeping that in mind keeping in mind also the common humanity that makes our hearts ache 
for innocence. Within the borders of Israel, within Gaza, and the world over. Innocent. That is one of the things that being alive calls on us to respond to is the death of innocence. Sometimes it's our own innocence, but in this case it is literally innocence. I think of that three-year-old being held hostage right now. And I wonder what her life will be like. Will she have a life and will she be brought back to safety, but her mom and dad are no longer there? Others will need to step in, as others will need to step in throughout the Middle East and indeed throughout the world. But to put a stop to the anti-Semitism that is on the rise in so many places, one must call it out for what it is and the outrage that it is. I listened to a 99-year-old Jewish man who served in the U.S. Army and he and his brother helped liberate Dachau. The things he saw and the hatred of Jews and what it meant to him to be part of that liberation, being both a Jew and an American serviceman. And he looks at the campuses in many universities now that are marching and calling for death to Jews that are making anti-Semitic statements and he cannot believe his ears or his eyes. And What does he do? Well, recently he was speaking to a Catholic high school in America teaching the kids what he saw, bearing witness to what he saw, hoping they would understand because he was bringing them the truth of the matter face to face. We must be able to listen face to face. And so it is my hope this week that we can find our way to some moment of grace to count on it and to continue to believe that we will indeed be able to fly fly into a world in which the innocents are protected in which we have stood up for ourselves and in which we have seen in the eyes of the other our face and our humanity. Only then can life be that good as it is promised to be. Until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is all that matters.